Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia and Ed. Hello and welcome to our fourth Book Bites quiz. In honour of the semicolon, which we discussed in our Wednesday Book Bites, and if you haven't heard that, go listen to it now. Today's quiz is all about punctuation. Ed is going to do the quiz along with you, and unlike the first couple quizzes, I'll go over the answers at the end and put them on the blog. I love a good punctuation quiz, unless I do really badly, in which case I absolutely hate punctuation quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. What film starring Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock had punctuation aficionados up in arms because of a missing apostrophe? Oh, I know this, but, oh, it's, you know, it's on the tip of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Question two. We know it as a hashtag, but what is the original name of this particular punctuation mark? Okay, that's... Here you thinking really hard. Yeah, this is this is the cogs whirring again. I feel like I know this. <laughs> when considering this phrase, let's eat grandma, which punctuation mark stands between grandma and a grisly end? Nailed it. That was, one of the, that was one of the easier questions, Ed, so I hope... Oh, way to put me down. <laughs> <laughs> hit me with a crazy hashtag one and then hit me with the easy one and then insult me. I just want to give you a balance, yeah. <laughs> Question four. Which commonly used symbol was called the monkey's tail in the Netherlands, the small snail in Italy, and the strudel in Israel? The, the monkey's tail? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to be an educated guess. Hmm. Question five. In the 50s, the Interabang was invented by Martin Spector during the Mad Men era of advertising. It's the name for two specific overlapping punctuation marks indicating incredulity. Which marks were they referring to? Okay, so one of the reasons I know this is because there's a one of my favourite punk bands released an album a couple of years ago called Interabang. And I was like, yeah, okay, what's that? I actually, so, yeah. I actually think we should do an entire episode on the Intera Bang because I just discovered it and I thought it just sounded wonderful. But anyway. It's a great thing ever, yeah. <laughs> Question six. This particular punctuation mark has been around for over 2,300 years, but it may have met its match in texting. A 2016 study at Birmingham University found that text messages concluded with this mark were perceived as insincere compared to messages without any terminal punctuation at all. What mark is it? Well, that's easy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only easy if you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Question seven. Who invented both the comma and the full stop? That's what you get for saying my question was easy. Bang. Oh, I deserve that, don't I? I deserve that. Who invented the comma and a full stop? Wow. Okay. You never think about someone inventing punctuation, do you? No. I'm going to use my sort of logical brain on this one. Question eight. In German, they're called Gänsefüßchen. In French, Guillaume. Don't hold me to that pronunciation. And in Japanese, Kagikako. What punctuation mark is it in English? What? <laughs> can, you, can you repeat that, please, Julia? I'm sure oh, the, li the, li the, li the listeners are also saying, can you repeat that, please? In German, they're called Gänsefüße. In... Sorry, I know I made it sound kind of 
Norwegian or something, but that's that's what the thing said. In French, guillemet. Guillemet? Guillemet, I don't know, that's putting on guillemet. And in Japanese, kagikako. Which punctuation mark is this in English? Okay, educated guest time. <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. Like the semicolon, I am a punctuation mark that elicits opinions. Use me too much and I'll make you look like an overexcited 14-year-old. Some copy editors think it should never be used. My inventor called me the punctus admirativus. Who am I? Question 10. In modern Greek, the question mark doesn't look the same as our question mark. Instead, it looks like another English punctuation mark, for which Ed and I have great fondness. Of which mark do I speak? I know that one! <laughs> she mentioned my name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see how you did. I think I've done good. Better than average, not amazing, but just pretty good. Okay, well, let's see. Question 1. The Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant film was two weeks' notice. Yeah, Did you get that? Like, uh, yeah, well, about halfway through the quiz, I got it. It was, it was one of those tip of the tongue things I was yeah, thinking about it. So that that is because, is that because of the um, the missing uh, apostrophe? on? Because it's a plural possessive, isn't it, weeks? Yes. There should yeah. be an apostrophe on the end, but there wasn't an apostrophe. Yes. That is very upsetting for, for punctuation lovers. Okay, number two. We know it as a hashtag, but what is the original name of this particular punctuation mark? No it's idea. Called... <laughs> it's called the Octothorpe. And, uh, Octothorpe? It was the Octothorpe. And uh, according to an engineer at Bell Labs, which was formerly part of AT&T, which made the symbol mainstream via its touchtone telephones in 1968, it's called an Octothorpe. And the Octa logically describes the symbol's eight points. As for Thorpe... Some theories say it comes from the English word for village, old English word, uh, referencing the hex's appearance of eight little fields surrounded by a central square, and others say that Bell researchers were just really big fans of the late Olympian Jim Thorpe and needed a cool-sounding syllable to finish their new word. Sounds like a transformer. That, that's an Optimus Prime joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh, which, which punctuation mark can save Grandma from a grisly end? It is a comma, so it should read, let's eat, comma, grandma, instead of Boom. let's eat grandma. If you've ever seen punctuation memes, then you would have got that one. That's quite a common punctuation meme. Yeah. Uh, yeah I know, I had to make some easy ones, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> commonly used symbol that was called the monkey's tail, the small snail, or the strudel is... What do you think it's... it is? This was an educated guess because I was doing little doodles of monkey tails and how they go round. The only thing I could think of that goes round is like the... I don't really know what it's called. Is it the at symbol? The at mark, yeah. We call is it that the right? at mark. Yeah, yeah. That was right. yeah, yeah. Educated yep. guess time. Boom. Yeah. And uh, question five, the interrobang. Sounds like you had some, some prior knowledge about this. So, uh, uh, what's the again, I, I don't want to give myself any credit. It's only because there's a band called Bayside, which is a great kind of pop punk band, amazing. Um, and they came up with an amazing album a couple of years ago called Interrobang. And I was like, what the hell? So I Googled it and I was like, oh, it's the question mark and the exclamation mark put together. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, what an amazing thing. What a great name, Interrobang. I know. I can't believe it didn't like catch on. 
it should have caught on. I, I, you know, I've, I've done a lot of research into punctuation. It's funny, there's a lot of, like, people do try to create new punctuation all the time, but just trying to get it, get people to use it is the, is the problem. But I think they should bring the Interrobang back. It's a, you know, it's a great little piece of punctuation. Should we, should we start the campaign on Twitter? I think so, yeah. Hashtag, in, hashtag, <laughs> what, was, what would you say? Interrobang. <laughs> Yeah. Re, re, you know, what do you call it when you bring something back from the dead? Revive? Revive Interrobang? We need some catchier than that. Listeners, yes. if you have a catchy hashtag for the campaign to bring back the Interrobang, let us know. Yeah. Uh, number... Where am I up to? Number six. The, uh, the punctuation mark that's been around for 2300 years, but texting is going to possibly kill, is the full stop. So, I mean, yeah. If you, if you didn't get that one, you may as well just... No. <laughs> Don't... Well, you know, if somebody didn't get it, now they're going to feel bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a terrible person, aren't I? Oh, I'm a really bad person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was born like this. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, question number seven. So, who invented the full stop and the comma? And that was Aristophanes of Byzantium. <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> no, I did not get that. Yeah, so um, because back back in the day, um, Roman speech was written just like in full caps and just running on to each other. And eventually somebody thought, you know what? You know what would be really helpful? <laughs> Knowing when we should stop and take a breath. And so, uh, so, yeah, I found one thing that said it was created to show actors how passages of text should be read. But I think it was for everybody, <laughs> making everybody's life easier, putting yeah. in full stops. Well, I was really interested in what you said about how texting, that's been proven to show that uh, it's its rude to put a full stop in. It sounds like you're being rude. Because there's this whole sort of weird subset of like social norms that developing with texting, which I find kind of fascinating. He says going mm. off on, on a geeky uh, sideline. Like, mm. And the other one is the thumbs up sign, which I, mm. I always use. It's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. It's now apparently people are starting to view it as like passive aggressive. It's like you can't use it because it's passive aggressive. It's like, what? Oh, God. I use it all the time. It's a minefield. It's a minefield, Julia. <laughs> oh, you can't win. <laughs> um, what you was never win in life. That's what no. I find. I'm not going to re-say these words. Uh, in German, they're called... I'm not saying it. But anyway, it's the, it's, it's the quotation marks. <laughs> oh! I was literally a complete guess. I got that right. Yeah, the quote marks. Well, it was like, I was, it was the only punctuation which I could think of that had not already been said. So I just... <laughs> and I actually had a Japanese friend of mine, like, say it into my uh, phone for me. So, so okay. yeah. And I, I, I corroborated that. <laughs> uh, question nine. Uh, like the semicolon, I am a punctuation mark that elicits opinions. And uh, this one is the exclamation mark. And I remember that when I first started as a copywriter, my, well, one of my uh, creative directors basically said to us, like, never, ever, ever, ever use an exclamation mark. And I've just always kept that in my head. So I, tr I don't use them in my writing that much, like really, really seldom, but in personal speech all the time. Yeah, I mean, you sort of have to use them in writing occasionally, because if someone's like shouting something in a book, and then you just you just use a full stop, then like that that's not going to work, is it? No, but the, I thought it was really interesting when I was reading up on this. Um, there was a study that had been done 
about uh, use of the exclamation mark between men and women. And for women to use exclamation marks in like emails, um, it was seen as friendly and approachable. Whereas if men use them, it made them look like they weren't serious and not very professional. There you go. Hmm. Double politics, standards. Politics. Politics. Double standards. Mark. Mm. And uh, if you didn't get this one, it means you did not listen to our last book bite because the answer for question 10 is the beloved semicolon. Be awkward uh, if I didn't get that one. It would be very awkward. So how did you do? Ah, I, th- I thought I was going to get like six or seven. I actually got eight out of ten. Surprised myself. There were two educated guesses in there and one which I had to guess anyway because I did a podcast on it and one which I only knew because of, of one of my favourite punk bands. So don't give me too much credit. But yeah, I'm happy with that. Eight out of ten. There you go. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, like I said, I'll put the quiz up on the blog as well. Let us know how you did on social media. Let us know. <laughs> Awkward ending. <laughs> Bye. I do like my awkward ending. <laughs> Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books that change lives. Julia Bodger and Ed Crocker chat with well-known authors about the stories they've loved. Find us on all major podcast platforms or go to our website at twolitchicks.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs>